Hey, thanks for pressing play, listener. This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we're geeking out over new trailers for Captain Marvel and Season 2 of The Punisher on Netflix. We got our first look at Season 8 of Game of Thrones and HBO's Watchmen show. And the Avengers might be assembling sooner than you think. Plus, our spoiler review of Black Mirror Bandersnatch on Netflix. And we're vetting new sound clips for the soundboard. Suggested by you, the listener, via our Jock and Nerd Nation Facebook group. All that and tons more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, January 10th, 2019. All right, light it up, biatch. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. Funny, disturbing. What's up, listener? How's it going? Thanks for tuning in this week, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And that little (laughs) fantastical, frothy, felty in the corner is Rugboy Rugs. I'm running out of things that start with F uh, adjectives to describe you with. Fuck off! Fuck off, that's another one. What's up, dudes? Fuck you, my man. Rugs, is it cold as balls where you are? Because we're in the cold depths of hell in Chicago here. How cold is it by you? 2019. It's not that cold. It's like 25 degrees. 20 That's degrees nothing. is fucking cold, bro. No. no. Not in comparison to what we've had. New York gets pretty fucking cold. You got those crosswinds through the buildings and shit. It's like it's like actually like 30 degrees out, but it feels like it's negative zero. It's always the feels like, which is bullshit. What's the number? That's not even a thing. Negative zero. Why did I just say that? Negative one. The thing is, a week ago, it was like 53 degrees for a day. And I was like, what the shit? What is going on? And then... Oh, it's yeah, but in really comparison cool. to like the past few winters when we were getting like below zero, no, this has been mild. You're absolutely Did right. You guys mild. have snowfall yet? Very little. We had like one snowfall where it was about maybe two or three inches, maybe a little more up north. And that yeah, was, I had a little, little bit too. Yeah, but nothing more, really. The, the seasons have shifted four months over. You didn't get the the email. They Trump sent out an email. We're moving oh, yeah, the it's seasons. Gonna fucking over. snow like ten feet in April. In April and May, yeah. It's just just move your seasons over. Global warming, the thing that China invented is... But it got cold so fast. <laughs> I know. Spe- speaking of Trump, I saw something on... Why uh, do we have to... Why did I bring him up? Fuck Jerry, the Instagram account, which is funny. Yes. Um, and they had a, a picture... Or they, they had a fake tweet from Trump where he's like, I'm building a wall uh, around New Mexico as well. <laughs> I don't want any new Mexicans. I'm trying to get the old Mexicans oh, out of here. Wait, there's a new Mexico? No one told me about <laughs> this. What's going on? I'm New Mexican. <laughs> I don't want any new Mexicans. I'm trying to get the old ones out. I'm going back to old Mexico. This new Mexico <laughs> sucks. Yeah, he would say something like that. He probably did. Maybe not. New listener, if you're joining us for the first time, uh, I don't know what you're doing here. How did you get here? This may have been a mistake, or you may have a great time. If you're into geeky stuff, check out the show notes for this episode at jockandnerd.com slash 256. It's got links, lots of links, links to everything, trailers, stories we talk about in this sausage episode. Links. It's got sausage links. Uh, sausage from Pepperidge Farms. Uh, links on how to get in touch with us, how to subscribe to the show for free. Wherever you listen to stuff, we are there. And boy, we got a lot of geeky stuff to catch up 
on Let's Get To It. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Uh, so Captain Marvel put out a new trailer during some football game, Anthony. Yeah, it's uh, the college football playoff final, man. So- Come on. Sounds kind of important. Is it? Oh, I don't know. It is. It's a big game. We talked about it on Jock Talk. Oh, Jock Talk, our sports show on Patreon. So you got to watch this live. Now, I did. Uh, it, you know, I feel like uh, Disney and MCU has been listening to the show and just uh, geeks' criticisms in general. Uh, because what did we criticize the last two trailers? Uh, they were good, but they weren't really explaining what the movie was. And uh, you had an issue with uh, the Brie Larson, didn't you, Anthony? Yeah, I mean, the stuff they had shown in the previous trailers was pretty wooden. And she wasn't smiling. So Oh, shit. Cool. Well, yeah, don't forget that. That's a uh, very important uh, that's, nugget that, right there. That's the important thing. Like if, if, now, if a dude doesn't smile, it's okay. But if a girl doesn't smile, <laughs> like, what's, I just want to make this clear. Yes. If a girl doesn't smile. That's bad. And we just lost all our female three listeners. <laughs> How dare you, Anthony? Thank you very oh, much. Man. That's a, look, but Rugs, uh, what what are they what did you think of this trailer? What do they got her doing in this trailer finally? She's joking around. Yeah, hey, some jokes. There's some humor, and I kinda she's like doing it. A little, she's doing a little like wise assery. I kind of like it. What did you guys think overall? Uh I'm gonna start. I love the song choice in the beginning. Connection by Elastica takes me right back to fucking college. Yeah, but not their best song. Not their best song. It was their big hit, but I had that album and I fucking loved Elastica. Uh, So that was fun. Rugs, what else did you like about this trailer? Well, I like the fact that they're calling out the 90s uh, girl band, all girl band Elastica. That's girl power right there. Girl Girl rock band. Or the girl power movie. Okay. Uh, They're getting into some of the 90s shit. There are a couple of comments about uh, the grunge looking good on her. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And um, they show some, uh, what do you, they show her like uh, use her photon blast in the, uh, in the bar. I love that scene. I love this humor. Anthony, do you like, uh, you agree with this humor uh, for this movie? It fits kind of now fits a lot of the other MCU uh, humor tones. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. The humor is decent. I, what I most like about the trailer, I mean, it's not a slam dunk, but I, I like the trailer. What I most like is that for the last two trailers, they kind of just assumed that because you're a fan of, you might watch these Marvel movies, you'll know what the, the Korean scroll yes. are. And they finally got around to kind of explaining they who sh- the Korean scroll are. And they are. show the shape-shifting effect. Right. And they show, like, the guy sees the girl, and he becomes her. And I'm like, there, see, finally. Yeah, because the, the casual fan, I can guarantee you, does not know what the fuck a Korean or a scroll person is. So Correct. I, I think they were or they were overestimating just how popular these these characters yeah, are so the they people went, who they, go to the movies are are fans but not they're, they're not comic books no fans. they're not comic books so they they kind of uh made a little correction there i love when she's like uh a scroll can't do that like with that attitude it's it's great i noticed online a lot of comments where people were like now i'm sold on this movie i get it this is great i'm excited uh that that i thought was very cool i love the line between uh fury and the dh colson where he's like are there more and Fury's like, this is just the beginning. I was like, oh, shit. So, you know, it begs the question, who's a scroll right now? Who do you think is a scroll right now? Donald Trump. Donald Trump, possibly. <laughs> I think he, he he possibly is a scroll. Maybe one of our main OG Avengers or somebody that we've already met in the movies. Are they planning the secret invasion storyline? Uh, this is all very exciting. I love these questions. 
And the fact that this is like their first female-led superhero, and it's their first movie that's entirely set in an, an earlier year. This is like the prequel to the MCU. It's 1995. It's not like flashbacks in the other movies. This whole thing. What about Captain America 1? Yeah, but that kind of, well, I guess that counts too. That, yeah, that's kind of a soft, it. that's kind of a soft, this is more of a direct prequel. No, Captain America is a soft, is a, pretty much a full-on prequel there's only two scenes yeah there's only two scenes in the whole movie that are in the present all right all right so this is a little (laughs) more closer but you didn't you can't put your furies and your colsons in that one which is what's cool about this one let me ask you this when was fucking shield actually created is peggy carter gonna be in this uh in this one in the 90 maybe she would be alive alive. she would be how old is she in 95 like 80 she would be yeah well she was in the in uh no and she was like in, in Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier, I don't know how old they had her. She was probably in her like 90s or over 100 in Winter right, Soldier. So she could be like in her late 60s, early 70s. Oh, shit. Think about World War. So World War One is what? World War Two is in the 40s. So she was probably in her mid 20s then. So shit, six, 70 years. Good man. So no, 50 years. So she's at least 70, 75. She can Whoa. still be badass though at that age doing stuff. That's. That's, that. <laughs> That's a hard one to That's a hard one to buy. That's kind of exciting. But look, when. <laughs> look. What, when was S.H.I.E.L.D. created? Didn't they first come up with the acronym in Iron Man? Uh, they were the SSR after Iron Man. Just, uh, or not SS. Yeah, SSR. Something stupid. Something science research. Strategic science research. But isn't it a bit of a continuity fuck up that there she has the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo and the S.H.I.E.L.D. already exists in 95? Or, yes. or am I wrong? All right. I'm right. Right. That's a little uh, fuckity. I don't know. I haven't really th- thought about it that much. Like I have to retcon when, okay, but I lo- also I love that line. She's like, "This is your idea of undercover," and he's like, "Says the girl in a green leather jumpsuit." Uh, tickets are on sale already. They went on sale earlier this week, and Fandango's reporting it's th- uh, highest ticket sales third, just after Infinity War and Black Panther pre-sales. Uh, I think after this trailer, like a lot more people just got what you know what this movie is, and I got them excited. When's this coming out again? March. So that's another that's a long time. That's to a get long time. Pre-sale. Yeah, well, but they did this with Black Panther and Infinity War, and Black Panther came out in February. This one seems like it's just a month before Endgame. It seems very close to Endgame. It's kind of a weird uh, weird scheduling there, back-to-back. Like, one Endgame is is just going to, you know, cannibalize this movie, maybe. I don't think they really think mm. it's got real legs. I think, I mean, March to the end of April is enough time. Do you think the buzz for this movie is 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 increasing? Are, are people interested? Are they still confused? You know, I don't really know. <laughs> I can't even answer. I th- I think it'll do very well. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm kind of like maybe. I mean, like as I said, there's there's if there's a whole bunch of people behind this that want to make it a su- success and they bring all their friends and stuff, you might get like good numbers. But I think it's going to do Ant Man and the Wasp numbers maybe a wow. little bit better. And you would think it'd want to do like Wonder Woman ish numbers, being it's kind of like 700 million is the most it'll make. I think. Mm. Well, that's still pretty good. Yeah, that's more than Ant-Man and the Wasp, less than Wonder Woman. I think that's a pretty good range. Uh, side news, one of the writers of Captain Marvel, Zach Schaefer, is going to be writing the Vision and Scarlet Witch show on Disney+, Plus, the streaming service that's going to have Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen. This is the first show out of all the shows they've announced that actually has movement, like the first movement. So he's writing something. We'll get something uh, once that that app drops this year. And uh, puts the DC Universe app to shame. Listener, if you want to interact with the show, let us know what you think. Visit our 
contact page on the website, jockandnerd.com slash contact, where you're going to find the link to our awesome Facebook group. Shout out to the Jock and Nerd Nation. It's an exclusive close group just for you. We all hang out in there and geek out in there. I got to welcome some new members this week. Bosco Gabriel. Bosco finally made it into the group, guys. He's been... That's, uh, when I saw him join the yeah. group, I was like, wait, he's not been in the group? And he even commented. He's like, I can't believe I wasn't in this uh, this whole time. He's given us money, uh, and he is written in. Love to see you there, Bosco. Uh, also, yeah, welcome. Also, welcome Hamad Akbar Khan, which is, uh, I believe you're a Pakistani dude that Seth Morgan befriended. On the Facebook group somewhere. Yeah, I, I checked out, uh, what, what was his name again? Hamad Akbar Khan. Hamad, he looks like he, his Facebook was lined with all his comic book stuff. So He loves it. We may be distant relatives, Hamad. I don't know. Oh. Uh-oh. Look back. Try Ancestry.com. Put our names in. See what happens. It's just that's not good. Beware of his wrath. If you guys are related, that's not good. No, no, he's fine. Not, not good for Imran. Or not good for him. Not good for you, Hamad. You better fucking yeah. erase that genealogy. And and welcome Michael Tchaikovsky from TheVampireRobots.com, who I thought was already in the group. Uh, whatever. He left and came back. All right, welcome back. Uh, check out TheVampireRobots.com if you're into cool uh, uh, designer toys and sculptures of Godzilla, King Kong, uh, Marvel, DC stuff, Star Trek stuff. He's got a lot of great stuff. Over at Vampire Robots. We got another cool trailer that just dropped today, y'all. And that is for the season two of The Punisher on Netflix. Geek Boner. That's coming out in about a week. January 18th. Uh, they put out a teaser. And now we got this full trailer. You guys get a, get a second to check this out. It's pretty fucking intense. I saw it. I watched it. I really love it. Anthony, what did you think? I loved it. Right? They Normally, these... Netflix trailers I'm kind of blah about just because it's really I mean in my opinion it's really hard to encapsulate 13 episodes into a two minute trailer absolutely but this one I like it I, I mean I the only the only criticism I have is I wish they went you know we talked about this before but I wish they would have went full jigsaw on jigsaw yeah, that was face. my uh rugs what yeah. do you what do you think of this they're showing us this jigsaw who has like an army with them and they're all wearing these fun masks that look like they bought from Party City or something. They're going to break dance. Yeah, they look like a fucking B-boy Jabberwocky group going to uh, America's Got Dance Talent uh, winners. They should like have a dance number. Oh, my God. They should have a dance off because they look at rugs. Why is it Ben Barnes more fucking cut up? What is this? I don't know. I mean, Anthony said the exact thing that I was going to say that they he wishes they would have went a little bit more gruesome with Jigsaw and made him really look like a a counterpart, uh, a counterpart that from the comic book, but like, um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, this looks like it's got some cool ingredients. You got this young girl that's kind of, I don't know, kind of is they're they're hanging out with. She's hanging out with Frank Castle. Yeah, the young girl. She with, needs his help with yeah, violent so. vigilante uh, team up, and then you got this uh, this uh, this guy named I guess his name is John Pilgrim is like the Reverend dude who's another bad guy, and then he got. Jigsaw and his group looking for revenge. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot. Uh, it's appropriately, it looks appropriately violent, and the music's there to match too. It feels kind of more Punishery. Yes, like a little bit more comic booky. The violence, so. dude. The violence they're showing in this trailer is fucking intense. I love the quick scene where he throws that guy's head against the sink and it just breaks right off. Kinda- he gets stabbed in the trailer. Yeah, too. he's getting stabbed. There's blood everywhere and rugs. Alice and Chains would. Oh, lovely, great yeah, pick. good song cue right there. Fucking great song. And I love how it... And they mixed it up, yeah. I love how it let in because it didn't sound like that in the beginning. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait, I recognize that. I was like, fuck They kind of yeah. like took tracks and isolated them. And then they kind of had different... Even like the scream from Lane Staley yeah. is, is yeah. kind of in the background. 
And then they kind of all put it together when they get when the trailer starts going on rails at that point. And he's just fucking shooting people point blank in the head. All this crazy shit going on. I can't wait. January 18. A lot of stuff coming out. You know what else comes out on the 18th is Glass. Have you seen the Rotten Tomato score for this, fellas? Yeah, it's getting weird reviews right now. It's it's got I can't v- believe this. Very divisive reviews. It's sitting at a thirty six percent. Oh wow! Yeah, on the Rotten Tomatoes. But you know what? I'm still gonna go fucking see it. I'm really curious as to you know we didn't know this was a trilogy until the last movie and Split. I really liked. I love Unbreakable. We gotta we gotta finish this out. Does this? Were you guys still interested in watching this? Uh, kind of want to review it. I want to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch. I still got to see Split. Oh, you got to see Split. But Anthony, you're going to be the hard sell on this with these crushing reviews. But I kind of don't care on this one on the reviews. I, I, you know, you got to check it out, especially M Night doing some weird shit. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, M Night is is hit or miss for me. He's made some good movies, and he's made some yeah, terrible. The movies. two movies that this leads up to is Are they're good. both really good movies. There's, I know. I'm, su- I'm surprised. Movie. I'm surprised that this one isn't isn't good. I mean, just for, for I know Unbreakable is good, and I I've heard really good things about Split. So some of the reviews saying it's a disappointing end to the trilogy. He also made one of the worst movies ever. Avatar, Avatar Last Airbender. Yes, <laughs> people like to shit on him, so it's like, uh, like he's one of the like, people that like you know it's a flip of a coin. You could either do a good movie or you could do a completely shit movie. I feel like he's coming out of his slump, though. Like, he started high, he went in a slump. and I don't know. I mean, anything's possible, but I'm going to watch it regardless. I'm fucking watching it. We'll give it some money. I love Unbreakable, yeah. and I like Split, and I like the fact that this dude, he's got multiple personalities. It's great. I mean, James McAvoy is going to kill this like acting. It's going to be a good thing and to Sam, watch. And who doesn't want to see Sam Jackson as glass again? Like uh, yeah. that looks so, great. So it might not be a great movie. Maybe it doesn't pay off. Maybe it's got huge problems. But uh, listen, I've seen fucking stupider movies. So. Yes, we all have. That is correct. Yeah, it's called Venom. Venom. I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, anybody watch the Golden Globes that aired this week? Does anybody care? You know, I, I, I'm not even going to let me before you get into the Golden Globes. Yeah. We had a side chat. Okay. And I guess got to bring up real quick: Is Venom better or worse than the Predator? Oh, oh shit! Uh, well, did, mm. oh shit! He's seen the he's seen the Predator. I just saw the Predator. Oh, you did. This is a great yeah. question because I remember asking this before both movies came out. I was like, which one do you think is going to suck harder? I think I don't know. Uh, I can I, answer, think, I can give you my input. I stopped watching the Predator. I started yeah. looking at my I phone. think the Predator is worse. I think the Predator is worse. Yes. <laughs> I also agree. Uh, Predator is definitely. But they're both like in the same vein yes. of being a mess. Absolutely. But the Predator is even like weirdly edited and. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, tone so, is really Rugs, weird. you just watched it in like that last half with all the quick jump cuts and it looks like huge portions of the story are missing. And uh, it's very strange, isn't it? I stopped giving oh, a shit what oh. was going on in that movie. <laughs> you didn't watch the end of it, yeah? I just no, I, like I mean, I I think I watch it to the end, yeah. But like somewhere along the lines where the fucking the 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 predator bulldog like shows up and he's hanging out with everyone. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm done. I don't give a fuck anymore. Well, listeners like, can check stupid. out our review. Just search it. Uh, we there were not was not favorable. You almost get to see Olivia Munn naked. That doesn't happen. Yeah, just watch Magic Mike. Yeah, there you go. All right. Golden Globes. Back to the Globes. Is anybody? I didn't watch no, it. you know, a lot of no. the ratings are down. Rugs, did you watch any of it? No. You know what? I watched it. It was just on, and I was like, hey, don't fucking watch this. Who see hosted? what happens. It was Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh. 
I okay. did watch their opening and it was cringy. It, well, so they did the thing where they're like, oh, we're going to roast Hollywood. Fuck this PC shit. And then they would go around and uh, compliment, compliment people everybody. as roasts and be like, burn. And I was like, it oh, didn't work. of course, they're going to do that. Yeah, it was terrible. But the, the highlights. <laughs> not funny. Not, not funny at all. Oh, I don't have that. That's, <laughs> That's a, big, a fuck big fuck up right there. <laughs> that is not, not you not having that. That's a big fuck up. Me not having the not funny clip. Highlight of the evening for me, though, is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse beats a fucking Pixar and Disney movie to win Best Animated Feature. What was it up against? It was up against The Incredibles, Wreck-It Ralph, and some other shit. Hold on. I haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph, but I saw Incredibles 2, and Spider-Man was way better than Incredibles 2. Uh, Incredibles 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs and G-Kids' Mirai were the, the movies. The, David Malofsky mentioned on our page that why don't we bring up Incredibles 2, and then you had the comments. I haven't seen Incredibles 2, yeah. but then you had the couple comments from people going, because it sucks. Yes. <laughs> and I, well, I don't think it sucks. It's just not as good as the first one yeah. sure. by, by a large margin. And you don't even like the design of these Incredibles movies to begin with. No, I think that they're annoying, but like, um, actually this version is a little bit better design wise than the other one. Oh, I got to um, check it out. I like the first movie. The a characters lot. aren't as like, I mean, they're still cartoony, but they did a little bit better job of like, rounding them out a little better. So. so this, since this category was introduced in 2007, this is only the third time that the, the award hasn't gone to a film from Disney or Pixar which is uh, fucking great for Spider-Verse, but I also kind of feel like they just went with it because everyone loved it. It was really buzzy and popular, but I think it deserves it. Well, it's a good movie, yeah. and it's a good fun time. It's different looking. It is. It's fresh. And, it's, yeah, it's fresh. It deserves to, like, be noticed at least. Now, does that mean uh, it has a, a chance at an Oscar? When, I don't know. When usually the Pixar for movie for... do they have a Best Animated Feature Oscar? Yeah, sure. That I'll give it. Best that. animated feature. I mean, if it beats, if it beat out Disney and Pixar at the Globes, that's fucking crazy. I, mean, I love Dogs is good too. Yeah, that's that stop motion one. Matt Miller yeah, had sent in a review about that ages ago. Yeah, it was actually pretty, pretty cool. It's a good movie. All right, I gotta check that one out too. Uh, also at the Golden Globes was one Kevin Feige, uh, his first time there, because Black Panther nominated for Best Picture loses to Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's how it went down. And uh, Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> beat out Vice and uh, a bunch of, and Black Panther and a bunch of other movies. Oh, shit. And, you know, no mention of Brian Singer in his uh, except, uh, thank you speech. <laughs> a movie where the director gets fired for yeah, bad shit and gets point. replaced. That's what I also think is ironic when I saw Phil Lord and Chris Miller come up to get their Golden Globe. For Spider-Man, I was like, these guys were fired off a movie earlier this year. Oh, shit. And here they are winning the fucking Golden Globe for Best Picture. Good for them. Uh, I just thought that was weird. Anyways, Faiji <laughs> <laughs> oh. had some comments. He got candid about stuff going on at Marvel. All right, let's hear it. I got the bullet points here. He says, the Avengers, Avengers Endgame marketing will not show more than the first 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. I think that's pretty pretty that's smart. That's a spoiler right there. So everything we've seen in that trailer, even the Ant-Man bit, the Hawkeye bit, that's all from the first 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. Hmm. I think it's smart. That is smart. We, they don't need to do much no. more. That's even too much. You could show, show us less. He confirmed that Endgame was always the title 
from for like always. So we've confirmed that the Russos are liars. They are. This is uh, a more more than a few times we've caught them in lies. So you really they're good at like keeping secrets, obviously, but you can't believe what they say. Uh, he is excited, obviously, for the Disney Fox merger because they're getting hundreds of characters to play with. Once this thing goes down, meaning the Fantastic Four and the X-Men and all their side characters, uh, he had a discussion with the director of Vice and uh, Anchorman and the big big short, uh, Adam McKay, for Silver Surfer movie. Geek boner. He says McKay is a fan, and Adam McKay also helped with the first Ant-Man film. And he says, if you watch Vice, there's a reference to Galactus, who is very part, much part of the Silver Surfer lore. Uh, I think this is kind of interesting that uh, the, the, how they pick directors. This sounds Adam McKay. He he he's a he's a great director. The guy who brought you like uh, Anchorman does shit like Vice. And if he's doing Silver Surfer, it's gonna have Steve Carell and uh, Christian Bale. Like he's been doing these movies with the same people in them, but historical biopics, and they've been very good. What do you guys think, Rugs? What do you think of Adam McKay directing a Silver Surfer movie? You well, if he can shift from comedy to like. An Oscar-winning uh, drama. Yeah, I think he's pretty talented. He probably knows what the fuck he's doing. The comedy is still there in his drama too. Like it's it's really well done. Uh, Anthony, are you excited to for a Silver Surfer movie at all to begin with? A Silver Surfer movie? Yeah, I think it could be pretty good. Um, I mean, the guy's Oscar fucking nominated. Like, why would you say no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like I like I like when they throw directors in into movies i'm like i'd never thought yep that exactly and exactly. marvel does a lot of that and stuff, they're good so. at that so i mean kenneth Branagh did thor and he yeah. did a great job yeah. with that i mean if this so. pans out i think that would be a, a, an amazing pick for a fresh take on the surfer uh he said guardians 3 will happen when where how that's for a later time and Faji loved aquaman he said he doesn't have hard feelings over james gunn going to dc to do the suicide squad sequel so everyone's good all right the other thing they had at the Globes was an HBO first look trailer that showed a whole bunch oh, shit. of really geek boner shit. Boner. The main thing being our first footage from Game of Thrones season eight. Did you guys get a chance to watch this uh, this quick trailer for all their it shows? It was not really much a Game of Thrones. You saw maybe a dragon. You saw a dragon. Then- you got one line of dialogue. Yeah, and then you saw like Danny and uh and whatever his name is hanging out. Well, you see Jon Snow and bring Daenerys to Winterfell, and Sansa's there, and she's like, "Winterfell is yours, your grace." But she doesn't look too happy about it. No, she doesn't look very happy about that. Um, I I was I saw that and. It's it is just a minor clip, but I was already like, "Oh my goodness, dude!" The internet fucking went nuts over this thirty second, twenty second thing. Yeah, she doesn't look very happy about having Winterfell being now under the rule. So you see Brienne and Tarth in the background shooting her a dirty look, too. Like, Brienne's like, what the fuck is going on here? Just let me kill him. What's going on? Dude, it went by so fast, I didn't even notice any of that. Do you think Jon Snow is like, uh, Sansa, meet my aunt. We just had sex a little while ago. Well, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. I wonder if he'll find out. Only Bran and uh, the the fat kid. What's his name? Brandon the fat kid. Uh what's his face? I forgot his I forgot everybody's name oh, already. What is his name? I'm gonna have to go back. Tarly. Tarly, yes. Samwell. Samwell. Yeah. Uh those two figured it out. Uh, but I mean that little bit got me excited for uh Game of Thrones season eight. The HBO president has said he has seen all the episodes and he said they're like six movies. 
So they're going to give us six 90-minute episodes. And so that's a movie like they are. They're giving us six last movies. Sounds awesome. Oh, it's going to be so fucking yeah, deep. I'm so, I'm so excited. For I this. almost wish they would spread it out and do it like every other week. It's like, it's going to be over in six weeks. Really? All that? And then it's just over in six but weeks. There's going to be just huge viewing parties for yeah. all of these episodes. That's going to be great. We can, re- each one will be like a movie review. Don't you? We're going to review. There should be a drinking game for this. <laughs> all right. Come up with one, Rugs. All right. Every time there's incest. Take a drink. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's too that's, easy. No, it doesn't happen too often. Not um, anymore. That's true. Yeah, I was I mean you gotta chug if you, yeah. there's incest. If there's yeah, incest, I mean boobies were a thing, but not anymore. Not anymore. Every time he gets fan servicey, take a drink. That's what we're gonna see a lot of. Your grace. Every time they say your grace. Because there's two queens yes. in this. A lot of queens, lots of moving pieces. Every time they put someone's head on someone else's body for nudity. Oh, there you go. Every time they use a body <laughs> double. Take a drink. The other fun thing in this thing is we got uh, our first look at the Watchmen show. Right. A little bit. This I found Damon Lindelof uh, create running this show and uh, music by Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross. Uh, uh, did you what did you guys think of the Watchmen bit? Anthony. I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it. I just remember there was a guy with a gold face. So they got uh, they got cops wearing. Uh, yellow full socks on their heads. You can't see their right. face, uh, which it's it's creepy in itself. You got a bunch of masks. There's a gold mask. There's a guy wearing a red mask. Uh, then you see Jeremy Irons, who is playing an older Ozymandias. That's the character. <laughs> I like that. I like Jeremy Irons. Yes, I think that works. And you see real quick, this is what's confusing. There's this like, is post Watchmen. Yes, this takes place now. You know, like 20 years, uh, however long. There's a new Rorschach. There's a guy that looks like Rorschach. He doesn't have the fedora, but he's got a mask. It's clearly a Rorschach mask. I thought he was dead. What the shit is this? So it's not footage, or was it? It was. It's just pictures. No, this is moving footage of this guy in a Rorschach mask. Huh. And I'm like, wait, Rorschach, what the fuck? Well, it's not like a Rorschach mask. It's just like a mask with like black spray paint on it. So either there's like a cult or someone has picked up the mantle. Uh, you know, and like become the same thing to kind of keep it going. I don't know. You guys are the Watchmen fans. I'll leave. What What do you guys think? I I mean, I I think it looks pretty exciting. Uh, There's just, not enough for me to even get excited about it, Ron. Just from the fact they showed they, me Rorschach. That's all I needed. I was like, "Fuck, it's Rorschach." I was like, "That's it." Uh-uh. I'm like, "I want to see something." The Rorschach. I'm seeing. I'm looking at the still of the Rorschach. Yeah. I mean, that, uh, is it someone know. who's trying to look like a Rorschach, or is that actually? It's, it's weird. The Rorschach. With the, with the, the spray painting on is a little weird. I mean, I know it's Rorschach, but it's a little strange. I'd rather see Horshack. <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Carter. Only people 40 year olds and over are going to get And nobody them. knows that. What? Where? That what, me? Rorschach. And then we got some old guys. <laughs> Eating at Shake Shack. <laughs> Bo- yeah. Freddie Boom Boom Johnson. Uh, weird. That's weird. Uh, uh, you know what? what HBO f- has a lot of cool shit coming out, and since we moved into they this house, they have cool shit. They out. do. I've cut the HBO. I don't know what I'm going to do. I've heard the new season of True Detective season three with Mahershala Ali. I heard it's very, very good. Why don't you just go HBO uh, Go or so whatever? The this is confusing. Is. There's HBO Now and there's HBO Go. Why is there two fucking apps? HBO. I think they're the, both the same. Uh, HBO Go Now. I'm, I need HBO to go You've now. Been here for hours. Go right now. Uh, so I'm gonna have to sign up for one of these things to start get because I kind of want to watch the True Detective. I think Game of Thrones. I'm speaking out of my ass, but I think HBO Go is the add-on if you already have HBO, and then yeah. HBO Now is just the streaming itself. Okay, I think you're right. I think one is connected to like your cable subscription. Yeah, 
And one you can just pay as an app. I think one of the two is either or. So that was fun to see during the Globes. One last piece of awards season news. Uh, the Oscars are still happening. I'm sure you've heard of the whole kerfuffle. They had a host, Kevin Hart. He stepped down. Shit happened. He went on Ellen, had an interview. That didn't really help. For a second, though, he was almost going to go back and host the Oscars. And I was like, what, oh, what the fuck is going on? Nah, he was smart not to do it. No, I think you just walk away from that at this point. Dude, like, there's no coming back from, like, the mob. You don't think that Ellen interview like, helped them at all? No, because everybody started shitting on Ellen they for, did. like, having him on. They absolutely did, which was she was trying to help him out. And they're just. See, she was trying to come from a place of, like, look, okay, I understand what happened. Right. You apologized, and they're like, "No, you didn't fucking cut your dick off. Like you had to like sacrifice your kid oh, or something. Yeah. You to give at least one nut, at least yeah. one nad." So no. without a host, the Academy is trying to get the Avengers <laughs> to host. Oh, shit. Really? Literally, they're trying to get Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Jeremy Renner, Samuel L. Jackson, and do like a bunch of different segments. With rotate with a bunch of different, they're literally trying to assemble the fucking Avengers to host their Oscars. Hey, the Avengers save the day again. They will come yeah. and save the day. February in the Marvel Universe, they can save it in the Oscar. They universe. got it airs February twenty fourth, and they they still haven't nailed any of this down. I would love to see uh, a quick turnaround. Now. Yes, yes. Listen, Avengers, you need to save the Hollywood. Assemble, <laughs> fucking assemble, you bastards! I just think this is so funny. Well, half the Avengers are gone, so yeah, no, but they're alive. But oh. They are. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. They're not gone yet. The movie hasn't Santa come out. Santa isn't real either? Yeah. No, Santa uh, is not real. What? Uh, I'm just breaking dreams and hopes. What about Santana? Is he real? Santana <laughs> is very much Santana, real. Santana, yeah. You know, that, you know who else is real? Is Satan. And oh. that reminded me that Christian Bale got, uh, won the Golden Globe for Best Actor for playing Dick Cheney in Vice. And he literally thanked Satan for the inspiration. Oh, wow. It was amazing. Bale is the best. You don't give a yeah. fuck. And he he even said when he started, he's like, I may say something that's gonna fuck me over, but whatever. And he goes, Thanks, Satan. I was like, that's bad. <laughs> that's wow. badass. Yeah, they came hard after Dick Cheney. Uh, let's check in real quick with the Aquaman box office. Surprise, surprise. This movie now worldwide is sitting at 971 million. Oh, shit. I, it's going to make a billion, predict, which is unbelievable. By the time this show posts, listener, check the link in the show notes that goes to the box office page. It'll be at a fucking billion dollars. Unbelievable. You know, here's the funny thing, too. I mean, it's pacing at the same pace as Suicide Squad did. Oh, really? So they're both at about 260. In 20 days. Yeah. In 20 days 268 domestic, yes. Yeah. But yeah, 268. But Suicide Squad finished at 746. This is going to hit over a billion. And the reason for that is fucking China. China pretty much it, it drew 284 million in Holy China. Shit. So it's more than the domestic gross here added yeah. to it. Shit. And worldwide it is now the highest grossing DCEU movie. The world loves this. Uh it's still right now domestically it still needs to beat uh Man of Steel, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, BVS and Wonder Woman. But do you think this thing can finish at 400 million domestically? No. No. It's going to finish around the same pace as Suicide 325, Squad. 325. Yeah. Yeah. 330 except that sounds about but right. that's that's good though yeah i mean they they they, they got a hit suicide squad not, maybe not critically mm. critically it was, it was commercially kind of a, yeah commercially didn't win well critically it was kind of e- either you liked it or you didn't or there's a lot of people point out issues there's a lot of shitty movies that make a lot of money 
Yeah, so, this is one of them. And it's, and it's definitely one of them. And well, Venom. actually, I can't. I can't even say it's fully shitty because yeah. the directing is good. Um, but the storyline is, is it's just yeah, I mean it's not shitty yeah. like, no, I'm not gonna say it's Venom shitty, is yeah. a shitty movie making a lot of money or made yeah, a lot of money the, that's the real culture yes, right there that is your yeah, that's, we, we, yeah those look at this Venom and then uh, I mean yeah Venom's actually really Venom bad. is like your Jurassic World you know Aquaman's just like a not a very well written superhero movie yeah. but with great action pretty good direction. directing great direction you know the performances uh, some are a lacking that in this day and age, that Aquaman would make a billion dollars no, while Justice I, League is yeah. gonna would have finished at six fifty eight. It's crazy. So yeah, Justice League and two twenty nine domestic. Well, come on, this total. movie is ten times the movie Justice League is. Yeah, I mean Justice League was like the most weak sauce ver- version of that movie for sure you could have made. And I think this is really gonna help them going into Shazam. Now you just come off a billion dollar movie. And I think uh, more people will probably go see Shazam than we expected because it looks fun. It looks different again. It looks like something fresh aside from the DCU movies we've been getting. Well, there's something to be said about spectacle, though. That is correct. So Shazam may do like Ant-Man numbers again because it's I don't think it's going to be that big of a spectacle. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, like that's what's carrying Aquaman like pretty much is the fact that it's a sight to see it's something to see it's like you're going to be kind of like immersed in this crazy shit and they not only that but they throw everything they can at you they're like everything in the kitchen sink is thrown at you um they did not do that with justice league they they were very like reserved uh, almost that was a very conservative safe. yeah very justice safe. League. Yeah. such a milk toast fucking movie imagine if they did that with justice League. that movie could have been fucking bonkers crazy balls too balls to the wall yeah. and throw everything in the, and, and their mother at it and that's the movie to do it when you got six motherfucking uh, heroes in there and you just barely use like four of them. What the shit? Yeah. Uh, all right. Wrapping up the news uh, this week. If you are uh, out west, you live near Hollywood, you will be able to attend the public tribute to Stan Lee at the Chinese theater hosted by Kevin Smith. Set for January 30 proceeds from the event dubbed Excelsior. A Stanley celebration will benefit one of Lee's favorite charities, the Hero Initiative, which supports comic book creators, artists, and writers in need. Of course, Stanley died in November, age 95. But uh, Kevin Smith hosting sounds like a lot of fun. There's going to be a public appreciation of Lee's life and his work. And then I think there's a private event also. But sounds cool. If you're out there, man, if you're near Hollywood, somebody go check it out. Let us know how it was. Take some photos, post them in the nation. I got something. What do you got? I watched the final installment of the Godzilla anime on oh, Netflix. Oh, shit. All I'm right. I'm not going to watch any of those. So. I, that's so, okay. But let me just quickly. Yes, tell us. Um, if you don't know, on Netflix, there's three Godzilla f- anime films. Uh, they all suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if you like sci-fi that's a really, really talky and really, really, uh, I guess, um, uh, full of like psychobabble and technobabble. And no action. And, uh, and uh, no, there is some action, okay. but just not done by Godzilla. It's like oh, Godzilla basically just stands there where everybody shoots at it. <laughs> okay. So the action is all the people trying to kill him I like, see. Run, in ships or in, in mechs and stuff trying to do something. And uh, that's where the action is. It's like, is he doing anything? No, he's just sitting there basically a, a target. And um, the last phase with King Ghidorah is in it, but it's a different kind of Ghidorah because... 
There's no body to Ghidorah. It's just a bunch of three heads that float from outer oh, space. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Really? <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, Even yeah. I didn't and why would they that do sucks. that? Yeah. <laughs> well, that you could see in the trailer. Uh, but like, oh, wow. Um, so I'm not giving away anything that if you haven't seen the trailer for it. But um, it wraps up the story. It 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 pretty much it, in one criticism, it basically makes the whole entire other two movies and this one completely moot. Like it's completely uh, pointless. Like they're they're at the they start where they began, <laughs> what? the end where they started. I can't even talk, guys. Wow. Uh, they end the movie basically like like nothing that they would have done even mattered. Okay. So it was a completely what the, pointless. What were the point of any of these movies? I saw the first one. It did nothing for me. I did not want, I had no desire to watch any of the other ones. Yeah. They just blew the, a lot of people. Like, I, this is the thing. The thing that gets me the most is like when something's clearly like not good and there's people that defend it. There's always going to be people that defend shitty movies. I saw people things. like tweeting this out, going, "Hey, check out!" That. And I'm like, "Have you seen the first? Like, this is not good. How can you be fucking?" Yeah. Now, like, I'm not up? saying that someone can't like Enjoy it. it. I mean, yeah. I think someone could like it, yeah. but not me. I mean, I, <laughs> it was just like, I mean, I tried to hang in there and really give it like uh, a, a good watch. And Let me ask you this: is, is it enough to at least tide you over until Godzilla King of the Monsters? No, no. <laughs> fails on all Did, But didn't you? The first two were bad, right? So yeah, then, yeah, weren't you like yeah. this? Well, is this is what suck. happened. Okay, let me just really quickly. The first movie, they kill the initial Godzilla, right? Only to reveal that that was just like a a smaller. There was a uh, like bigger a, one underground. Yes, there was a bigger one, even bigger. Like he had multiplied himself. That was one of the new multiplications of himself. Okay. All right. Then they reveal there's this giant fucking Godzilla, like a thousand feet tall. That is huge. And so that's how they end the first movie. This next movie, that gigantic Godzilla is now on the move trying to kill them. Okay. The people that are now landed on this planet. And they decide to go get Mecha Godzilla to fight Godzilla. But Mecha Godzilla is is now a city. It's not even a thing okay. that can fight Godzilla. It's just a giant city with gut with, with cannons on it. Okay. And they try and kill Godzilla and yeah. they don't. Okay. And then the third movie basically they They've exhausted all possibilities, so they try and get another monster from another dimension to kill him, and uh, and that's what happens. It's like they they overthought all of it. Yeah, does not any of it yeah. sound good at all in terms of like reimagining the the classic monsters. Just missed no. the mark on it. Mecha Godzilla like, being a city and King Ghidorah being just floating, floating heads, necks. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> but um. I mean, some like super nerds gonna be like, "Yo, rug boy, you don't understand." <laughs> I'm like, "Go fuck yourself! It's boring. <laughs> it's fucking boring and ponderous." <laughs> right? It's not good. Uh, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, there's my review. You just say, I mean, but time. if you want to watch it, it's there on Netflix. Three movies, and you know, you can. Let's close with this. Speaking of other things, you guys, if you're looking for stuff to watch, quick uh, TV alert: uh, Young Justice. Outsider season three is available to watch on the DC Universe app. I watched an episode of that. You did? How was is that? It good. I'm yeah, excited to watch I, it. I, I'm actually uh, into it. I but I fell asleep during the second episode because I was so tired when I was watching it. So I have to like, I got to make some time and really I haven't like, got a chance to watch any of that. I'm excited for that. Number two, season two of Marvel's Runaways on Hulu is out, and they did something different than the first season. The first season they were releasing it once a week. They dropped the whole fucking season like Netflix at once. Can you uh, do me a favor? I'm going to call you out on the show. And, yeah. Uh, 
because you've been saying you you would be into this. Yeah. Because I'm still trying to finish it as well. Yes. But can you binge Narcos and then oh, do shit. just a whole all Narcos right. episode? All right. all right, all right, all right, all right. You two rugs, have you done Narcos Mexico? Not Mexico. Have you done? Uh, you did. You know. You I think you did the first two Pablo seasons, right? I did Pablo. Only Pablo. Only Pablo. You you won't do th- uh, season three is pretty good. Um, I don't. I'm not opposed to it. It's just when I read subtitles, I fall asleep. <laughs> uh, okay. Listen, I'll give you this, Anthony. I used to be the subtitle watching dude. Yeah. But now that I'm old, I can't hang. Like I have to watch. Like I can watch. Can somebody it, but I can, read these to me to watch because I have to watch it during the day when I'm like fresh. Just have yeah, someone yeah. read them to you in an accent yeah. while they're flashed one on of the these, screen. One of the one of the episodes in the in the spring summer will do a narcos review. Well, look, I'll yeah, g- I'll definitely watch it. I'll give you season one, Anthony. I've, I've made you watch tons of shit. I'll g- what give are you, you talking a, about before narcos? Uh, um, Runaways, Runaways season two on Hulu. The whole season is out all, all at uh, once. Okay. That was kind of a fun show. I liked the first season. And then give, give me a couple give me a give me a season in Narcos. I'll give you a season in Narcos. We'll trade. And then you'll probably I'll force be you. so hooked that you'll watch all of Narcos. I probably will. I love that shit. I love I mean if it's like you never watched Narcos? Well, I have not had a chance wow, to see. Oh, it's it. awesome. I know if it's anything it's awesome. like I mean I love Sopranos, so it's like a looks like and a also, oh, it's, it's it's on a whole other level. Also Migos has a song called Narcos. Oh, he does? Is There's it in the show? Too. No, it's not in the show. Fucking Migos flow. Go fuck yourself <laughs> with your triplets. Last thing, uh, Future Man season two coming out on Hulu today. If you have not seen the show, I listener, don't know what that is. holy shit, this fucking show is great. It is an R-rated science fiction time travel comedy. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say. It is fucking hilarious. I love this show so much. I'm excited for a I season two. I might check two. that out. Future Man is great. Just watch the first episode. You'll be laughing your ass off. How many episodes is there? Uh, I think it's like 10 episodes a season. Yeah, I can do that. Just in the beginning, this loser schmuck who's like a janitor is playing a video game. This video game has been sent from the future to recruit warriors. He beats it. They show up. And then shit, that's the first episode. Shit goes crazy. A lot of time travel. Like the fun. last Starfighter. Yes, it's like the last Starfighter Back to the Future. It's all these t- Terminator. They've combined all these time travel tropes, but it's like an R-rated comedy. It's so fucking good. Uh, I can't. Is there I, boobs? Uh, I think there are. It's a lot of swearing. <laughs> when he says R-rated, that's the first. Well, it's like right? a dull comedy. I mean, there's no. Well, when the, <laughs> for example, when the guys show up from the future after he finishes the game, how he celebrates by jerking off. And they show up just as he's shooting. Oh, shit. And it gets on them. So there's your R-rated comedy. That's too gross. Yeah, it's hilarious. That's the kind of comedy you're going to get. Season two, I can't wait to binge that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here, play some promos from some of our pod buddies, and we'll be right back with some bandersnatching for you after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. In a world of heroes, villains, six British actors will come together to play Pathfinder. It's sort of like D&D, but also really not like D&D. Join Falter. I immediately regret this decision. Caragor. Oh, I see you, Kenneth. Velda. Behold my arcane powers. Shania. Yes, I've tried the case. M. Now kill him. <laughs> and the Dungeon Master for an actual play podcast that takes adventure Seriously. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and from DangerClubPodcast.com. Danger Club, let's roll. Got to in that voice hurts. Hey listener, Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. 
At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground. This is Jason Mewes and for reasons best left between you and your therapist, you're listening to... The Jock and Nerd Podcast, Snooch to the Nooch. Listen, if you've been enjoying the show and you want more show and you're not a member of our fan club on Patreon, well, what the fuck? Oh, shit. You're missing out on a lot of awesome bonus content that our fan club members are getting right now. Just visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Uh, and for a monthly donation, you will get access to a whole nother podcast feed featuring instant reactions to movies, whole movie reviews just on the Patreon and kind of like a weekly sports talk show called Jock Talk, Anthony. Oh, yeah. You guys are pretty uh, consistent uh, putting up content every week. Yeah, you know, this isn't going to last forever because once football season ends, oh, nothing, there's not a lot to talk, to talk about, about weekly. All right. But I do have a nice little tease for you guys. So um, it is it has been weekly. This past week, we talked about the college football playoff final Ooh. along with the uh, the first round of the NFL playoffs, including my Chicago Bears. Um, sad face. Um, but I got a little tease <laughs> for tipped. this upcoming. It was tipped, sure. Um, I got a little tease. Hopefully, we'll have uh, Jason Mummert joining for Voice from the Underground. Oh, shit. Our buddy, our VFU. That would be Branching awesome. out. Yeah. yeah. We've had uh, Adam Morris on. We've yeah. had, what's his name? Jimmy Graben on. Yeah, we got a lot of listeners. And one We've of had... you, your co-host is our one of our listeners, Chaz. Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm doing something. Chaz. And we've also had uh, Imran Jaffa on. Been, oh, yeah. On I forgot. We did, a, we did a CrossFit edition. Yeah. So, look, listener, as a sample of some of the bonus stuff that goes on there, here's what we're going to do. One of our favorite listeners, the official scientist of the Jock and Nerd podcast, Dr. Adam Morris, PhD, sent in an Aquaman review. It's like five and a half minutes long. Uh, you always learn stuff when Adam's on, and uh, it's great hearing from him because he was on. He's done the Science of Superheroes, Science of Aquaman. Uh, it's check it out. Sign He's up a smart today. Dude. He's a very smart day. Wait, wait, wait. Imran. Yeah. So let me get this straight. Adam Morris voluntarily sent us a free clip. Yes. Of his review and well, the I mean, science the behind clip Aquaman. Is a clip, you know, right? Yeah, the clip. But he, <laughs> but we are now going to make the listener have to pay to listen to it. Yes, not all of it. Oh. No, we're gonna give him a little taste. We're right gonna now. give him a oh, taste no, no. right here. I think that's brilliant. Yes, let's keep that. Good. Let's do that. Hey, yeah, you guys want to send us free content that we can charge people for? Yes, yes. All, all yes. listeners, send us stuff so we can make money off you. Thank you for listening. But seriously, folks, I love it. <laughs> this is a capitalism. Good, this is a new. It'd be weird to have like a five minute clip on yeah, the show. No, that, I'm just fucking. It's around. a new if you're business. Do a review, module. guys. Yeah. Send. Try and keep it. If you want to play it in its entirety on the show, use the speak pipe. It's ninety seconds. Two minutes is two good. minutes tops. But yeah. uh, when Adam Morris talks, you gotta listen. Here's a preview of that clip. Hello again, Jock and Nerd Nation. This is your science expert, Dr. Adam Morris. I'm just checking in with my review of Aquaman. 
It's a bit late, but I think by now most of you have seen the movie. I know you've listened to the Jock and Nerd Review episode, and I hope you go, you've go you gone back and listened to episode 215, available on the Jock and Nerd website or any of your podcast apps where we break down the science of Aquaman, history of Atlantis, and all kinds of cool related stuff in the ocean. Uh, I had a ton of fun with that episode, and I think it's pretty interesting, so uh, I hope you've given it a listen. And again, feel free to come, uh, come at me with comments or concerns or whatever on the Jock and Nerd uh, page. Happy to discuss. Um, so initial thoughts, I came out of this movie smiling. I thought it was a hell of a lot of fun. I thought it was a great popcorn action movie. I thought it was, yeah, generally, generally a lot of fun. After I had time to digest it, of course, there's a lot of thematic and story problems. Scientifically, there's a lot of issues that we can get into, but uh, I'll keep that to a minimum just because it is a comic book movie, but there's a few things I need to pick at. I think we can stop right there. The physics are whack in that movie. Listener, if you want to hear the rest of Adam Morris's review jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. You know what to do. Just a dollar a month. That's it. That's it. You want to give more? And for all the patrons that are on there, enjoy. And thank you to all of our patrons for your continued support. jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Okay, I'm very excited for this next segment because we get to talk about Black Mirror. Geek Mooner. And uh, if you've listened to the show uh, for a while, you'll know that I made the mistake of making Anthony watch the first episode <laughs> of Black Mirror. Which, do not do that. If you're trying to introduce someone... Let me comment. Yes, to this show. That's not the episode to start with. You know, I wasn't, like, disturbed by that episode. I just want to be... I just watched it. I enjoyed it for what it was. Okay. But I was like, I have no interest in continuing. Well, but the continuing is a completely different story I know. every time. I know, but it was just, like, this dark, dark world that I was like, eh, I'm good. Yeah, it didn't seem fun though, like because you went and watched the least fun episode. Yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, there then, are. Yeah. Then, yeah. if you would have recommended me a better episode, maybe I would have continued. That this was journey. my fault. I mean, uh, we should have started with the season four. Any episode well, from season that's four. Black Mirror's fault. That's also it's true. Not your fault. That's a hard entry into a series if that's how you're trying to get people in. It's like one of those things where we're gonna go so dark on the first episode yeah. to set the tone. Yeah. And that's going to drive away a lot of fucking people that might like other episodes. Well, so this show, it started in 2011 over uh, over on the BBC, uh, created by Charlie Booker, who is amazing, amazing mind. Netflix bought it in 2015 and is now continuing production, so it has four seasons. But in between, sometimes they put out movies. This year, if you've been anywhere on the internet, everyone's talking about two things, fucking Bird Box and Bandersnatch. A lot of bees. Black Bear, Bandersnatch, Bird Box. Bandersnatch is Bukaki. Bukaki, that's another that's another Bukaki great snatch. Bukaki yeah. snatch, Benedict Cumbersnatch. All these things are being talked Cabbage about. Patch. Cabbage patch. I like that Anthony's saying Bukaki. Dude, uh, uh, uh. So we are going to give you our spoiler review of this choose your own adventure interactive movie experiment called Black Mirror <laughs> Bandersnatch. Before I play the spoiler alert though, listener, if you have not checked this out, if you have a, even the slightest bit of inkling of checking this out, do it now. Do not have this spoiled for you because it is an amazing experience to go through without knowing everything. All right. So pause the show, jump ahead to the next section, go watch it, come back and listen. Here's your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. And Anthony, I figured this was another a good way to get you into some black mirror. It's one thing. It's not like a, you know, it's a <laughs> well, they're it, all one they're thing. all one thing, but it's a standalone movie. It's not, you know, part of and none of it is part of it. So it's just like any other episode of Black Mirror. Except, man, this was a, quite a crazy experience. Uh, this one is actually written by Charlie 
Brooker himself. I said Booker before. His name's Charlie Brooker, directed by David Slade. Uh, I don't even know how to to start to explain this. B- the basic. I can explain it. You want to explain it? I mean, I I used to read those uh, yes. Choose Your Own Adventure books yes. as a kid. Wait, it's, did you read the Goosebumps ones or like the original OG ones from the 80s? I remember reading. I don't remember the Goosebumps, okay. Goosebumps ones. So I, I think I was reading the OG ones. Yes. It's called Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah. yeah. It had like the gray border. So if, you, yeah. if you're familiar with that, it's, it's that in the movie form. But if you're not familiar with them, it's basically you as the reader or in this case, the watcher have are playing an active role in how this adventure is going to play out. You get menial, menial choices, like what kind of cereal the main character is going to eat. Uh, but then you have some pretty intense choices that can end the movie real early for you or continue the storyline in some real creepy ways. So, uh, how, so, you know, I always want it. I love when people do stuff like this, like, uh, Choose your own adventure movie. Same thing with 24. When I was like, they're going to show me every second real time at a show. That's fucking great. I love these crazy concepts. This thing is so crazily ambitious and interesting and at times frustrating and meta. Uh, I, 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 I've done it three times now. Rugs, what were your initial thoughts? And uh, give us the basic plot because the plot's kind of straightforward. Well, the, the plot is that you're a kid. And, In the uh, 80s. In the eighties, and you a you you're reading the book Badnersnatch, and you want to make it into a video game. Yep. So you go and you try and get that to happen, and then you have a bunch of choices that either, um, and there's things going on with your with your dad that you can explore. There's all kinds of things that are happening from your that might take you back into your childhood, or might take you fu- into the future. To, uh, so you you. Basically, all the choices make you, you can see how they they play out in your life, and you have like a at least I'm gonna say ten or fifteen endings, like something like that. That many different possible endings. Well, we'll get into how many actual endings there are. I think there's only five or six, but the lead character. But you can end the movie yes, earlier than yes. that. So at, at any time, I did. Right. I ended it within like twenty minutes. Yeah, you're, you're. But then it'll force you to loop back. Right. And you don't end you. The real ending is when you get to a credit scene, whenever something right. triggers a credit scene. So the movie, though, the experience of it can be 60 minutes. It could be 90 minutes. This guy at work was like, we were doing this for like four hours uh, and, and just winding around. Right. And because you, you could choose the same choice twice. Different things happen. It's weird to have they put you back in what spot they put you back in. Because there's there's times where I was like, oh, I should have done that. But then they put me only back. To the the la- the other thing, so like you can't really pick where you want to start from again. They they kind of choose it for you. Yeah, no, they, they, it, yeah, it does guide you. It leads you. So it's not a true like you're controlling this guy's destiny. It definitely does guide you in paths. But uh, the lead character Stefan Butler goes to Tuckersoft, who's owned by Mohan Tucker, played by Awesome Chowdhury. And then you also meet the other great standout character. Me was Colin Rittman, uh, played by Will Poulter, who is, you know, the top video game designer in the eighties. Uh, and like Rugboy said, you're trying. It's so meta because the character is creating a choose your own adventure game based on a book that's a choose your own adventure game. And then I think about I saw some behind the scenes clips of how they made this, and Charlie Brooker going through the same thing. Uh, with the paths and the multiple endings as a choose your own adventure movie about a guy making a choose your own adventure game. It gets so convoluted. It makes You're basically making a game. That's a movie. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this going. First of all, how, how many times did you go through it? And 
uh, what were some of the endings you guys saw? Well, I've seen, I, I'm going to say at least four or five endings, maybe six. Like, I remember, I, I can I say the endings that I got? Yeah, we, we spoiled it. Spoiler, spoiler, right? Like I said, we're right, spoiling So I got the one where, I, I got all the game reviews. So I got the game was shit. Yes. The game was not finished because I killed myself yes. or something. I don't yeah, remember. There was a two-star review. Yeah. And then there's the elusive five-star review. Yeah, and I got the five-star review. I think that's when you die. Or something, well, I right? love how for you to get a five star review, you got to go in a dark place and fucking chop up your dad. Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's how you get the perfect game. But then you go to jail, right? Then you go to jail. But then doesn't that also trigger the post credit? It triggers a post one with the daughter. That's amazing. The baby. Oh, I never saw that. Yeah. One. So there's if you take one chain of events, the, you know, the baby that Colin Rittman has uh, in his apartment. The daughter grows up. It's like present time. She is making a video. She's bringing back the Bandersnatch video game, making it into a movie. And you see scenes from the movie. And then she, you have to choose for her to throw tea over the computer. or break. They really want you to throw tea on the computer a lot. I noticed that. The oh, is that the one where she's the producer of the... Of the is that, that the daughter? Yes, that is Colin oh, Rickman. I remember that there was one about the person that they're, they did... They know that you're watching them. That yeah, that well. Oh, the the Netflix on the computer. <laughs> yeah, the net when you take the Netflix path. Well, that's another. And ending. then the guy knows that you're watching him yeah. on Netflix, and then they explain it to them, and then you see the the director is this female writing it in the middle of writing it, and then I, mean, I don't know. It was, it was just crazy. Well, that one splits into two endings where you either fight your therapist. Yeah, you fight, and your it's therapist. a pretty sick fight scene too. Like you get, you could, yeah, you right. could choose to. It's just kick funny. the dad in the it's balls. It's just funny. It yeah. is funny, and he gets pulled yeah. out, and that's one ending. Or if you choose, jump out the window. It reveals that they should let you bang your therapist. He, that would have been great, but like even that is weird. Like he is a actor in a movie, but he doesn't know he's in a movie. Very black Murray. Uh, Did you have fun doing this, Anthony? Yeah, I was gonna say this. This review is is gonna be pretty nonsensical. It's all over the place, this. just yeah. like the sh- the the movie uh, is. You know what? Um, I did have fun right? doing it. I, I watched it and I was like, "Damn it, I have to fucking watch this shit." And Ron's making me watch it, but I, it took me back to being a kid and reading those books because I really enjoyed reading those books yeah. and going back and choosing my own adventure. So, for me, this was just like a game, and it and I ended it at one point. I I hit the the first ending that I. That I hit that was a legit credits ending was when he uh, chops up his dad. No, oh, you got to the five star right. rating right away on the yeah. first go. And Damn! Then, but then even then, you get to the the part where it's the girl in present time trying to create this for Netflix and right. her going crazy. Right. And then they give you an option to go back. And I was like, "Is the movie over?" Or and it was like either skip to credits. Yeah. And then you had like the black the the white bear or whatever. Yeah, and it made and it like had me go back. I forgot where it made me go back, but it had me go back to either following Colin or seeing the psychiatrist. So then I followed Colin, and then there from there. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it for did sure. Did you get um? Did you get all three things in your dad's office? Did you get the monster, the rabbit, and the other thing? Oh no, I only got the, I think the monster. See, I'd have to even go back. I'd, it's tough for me to even remember the sequence of events that happened to lead to an ending. Yeah. Well, this is the <laughs> way I went about it. This is the way that I I thought about it when I I was like, all right. I know I'm doing a choose your own adventure. And this is what I used to do when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to play everything so straight and safe. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm going to really try and do the safest bet. Right. And then that brought me to taking the deal 
and then again making a shitty game. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Let's pause there. I think when you get to that, the first real important choice, because the first two are benign, choosing your cereal, choosing right. your music, no, it really doesn't change anything. It's just getting you used to the idea of choosing things. Then they want to make Stefan's game, and he's like, I want you to work here. What do you Who's say? They? You're talking about- Sorry, Tuckersoft. Yeah, right. They love the- Tuckersoft loves Stefan's game. And they're like, make the game here. We'll get a team. What do you say? Who doesn't accept that right away? I like. I did. You did. I accepted it yes, right away. Me and too. The, the game and the movie was over for me. So when you accept that, that's a quick dead end. Now, what I thought was interesting is these characters have residual memories. Have you? Did yeah. you notice that? I noticed that too. When you met, when he came back to meet Colin again, he knew about the buffer error. And the first thing Colin's like, have we met? And he's like, no. That's the craziest part right? of this game. And you're like, what movie. the fuck? <laughs> is, yeah, if you, if you repeat things, the characters notice that you're repeating. That there was another timeline or something. Right. They're noticing the, the alternate timeline. So that's some of the parts. These are some of the things I love. There is a timeline in which Colin was, doesn't die. I really enjoyed, too, that by the, who's, the, who's the main guy? What's his Stephane. name? Stefan starts Butler. to slowly notice that he has no control over yes, his actions. Yes, yes. He starts to go crazy. And then I also like the ties to the fact that the, the book that this based off of the writer of that book went crazy. Also went crazy. Yeah. Uh, the, With the little symbols kind of and all gra- that. It's kind of great. It really is. I mean, it, it, is, it, is, it is actually pretty genius. I, does yeah. it make a better game, though, than a, a full narrative story? 100%. Because what is really the story? What's the real ending? You know, there's the ending, the Pax. There's no real ending. There's the Pax ending. What's his father, you know, uh, Truman showing him his whole life? Uh, or then there's the, you know, the other five, the other star endings. There's there's one heart. Did you guys get to the heartbreaking ending? This is one of my favorite endings. It, you have to go back again and get the toy. I was almost there. I got I the toy. So you find the, the rabbit. And then when it flashes back to him, Looking for his rabbit. First of all, the first time there's no his choice. Mom still gets killed, but yeah. he's there. They both take the train. Yeah, and it ends that way. And then he dies in the present, sitting in the chair of his therapist. He just dies there in front of her. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's almost like a per- more perfect ending. After you get the five star, you're like, what else is there? Uh, but man, I was talking to the screen the whole time. But I wanted to ask you guys, making these choices, some of them got really stressful. Were you thinking about? what you wanted the ki- were you thinking about the character's best interest or were you thinking about what can i put this guy through because it's well that was the as i said i went I had two schools of thought right. I said the first one play i always safe. try yeah. try and play it safe to see how far i can get in the safe mode and then the next time i went, went and played it i was like all right i'm gonna fucking go for the balls i'm just gonna like do every kind of fucking sick shit i can do opposite like yeah, um, yeah and see what that and so I know I'm going on two of the opposite branches. Anthony, what was your uh, reasoning for I, making your choices? I did pretty much the same thing as Rug. So at the beginning, I was like doing the logical stuff. Yeah. And then once I realized the logical stuff got me a dead end, I was like, all right, let's just go fucking bonkers. So I'm like, fucking let's kill the dad. Yeah. Let's take this ashtray and fucking bonk him in the head. You know what? We're not just going to bury this motherfucker. We're going to cut his ass See, up. and that was that guy, you know, the good ending. But then there's even a part, I don't know if you guys got to this part, but there's a part where you and where Colin comes over. Yes. And yeah. then you have the option of killing him. And then you then you take like a blunt object because Colin's like, no, nope, be a little more humane. Take this. Hit me over the head. And he bends over and you just knock him the fuck out. There's another variation yeah. where uh, the Tuckersoft guy comes, comes over, over yeah. instead of Colin. Now, here's the thing. If you get to this point without visiting Colin and taking the LSD trip and him jumping off the fucking balcony... You will get 
the Tucker soft guy. Like if he's already, so it all depends on what things have already happened. And it's just the programming of this. It's fucking crazy that it will, that it will, it'll serve you in this direction. Now, is there some other hidden ending that we didn't see? So here's the official five ending. So there's also another one after the official five. That is like a secret, secret one. Yes. Okay. There's yeah, like two. So uh, Charlie Booker has said there's a trillion paths. So based on 42 option choices, that easily gives you a trillion different ways you can go. But five main endings trigger the credits only. Here they are. One, Stefan fights his therapist and dad, gets dragged out of the office. The second ending is that it's a movie set that we just discussed if you try to jump out the window. The third real ending is the five-star ending you got, Anthony, with the Pearl Rittman, Colin's daughter, scene at the end. Four is any ending where Stefan goes to jail. Now, you can get to this ending in different ways, but it always ends with him in jail scratching the shape, the path choice on the wall. And the fifth ending is Stefan dies with his mom as a child because he went back and got the rabbit and went on the train. Uh, What's that next ending? So this one, one yeah, this just came out the other day uh, from the Daily Dot. The official Netflix UK Twitter account tweeted on Tuesday, think you've seen everything there is to see in Bandersnatch? Try picking up the family photo twice. Oh, shit. So I've noticed this. There are times where if you make the same choice twice, it does different things. And I think there's more Easter eggs. So the tweet's referring to the moment where Stefan can choose between picking up his photo or his book. The choice leads to different outcomes in the safe room. But apparently there's also different outcomes from picking up the family photo once and then picking it up again in another loop. What happens? Should we spoil it? Spoiler alert. Yeah, go ahead. If you don't want to do this, here's what happens. In this ending, the author of Bandersnatch, Jerome F. Davies, appears and stabs Stefan. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's apparently, it's just like a jarring, scary jump cut ending where Jerome Davies shows up and just fucking stabs you. That's, that's fucking great. I, I kind of want to go through that and uh, get through it again. What's funny is on IGN, just like a video game, they have a walkthrough of this whole uh, experience, choice by choice. And it tells you what, which ones actually affect things, which ones are benign. They have this uh, incredible map. I'll put all these links in the show notes. There's a huge flowchart map of every possible option you can take and how to get there. And then I heard there's another Easter egg. I forget how you get there. But uh, what happens is when you choose, when it gets to you choosing the music, when you start it again after doing like a, a whole loop and a half, you don't choose. There's one tape and you put it in and it plays this screeching music. So people on the internet recorded this music and somehow broke it down, which led to a QR code that once scanned led to a website where you could download the game nosedive from the movie. Oh, weird. A playable version of that game nosedive, which Anthony, those. Holy shit. Yeah, isn't that fucking nuts? Anthony, there's some Easter eggs in here that if you've watched the other Black Mirrors, you would get, for example, the poster Metalhead that was there in the office. Yeah. That is an episode from season four called Metalhead about robot AI fucking security dogs, just like in the poster. Nosedive itself is another a name of another episode uh, from season four. And then the, the branching glyph character is from white bear, right? Rugs. Yeah. That's the white bear choice. So, I mean, I thought I, I enjoyed this enough to do it three times and see if I could find it. I kind of am itching to try it one more time. Yeah. Now, now that I'm 
we're talking about it again. I am itching to like do it at least one more time. You definitely to need to do, up I can do go. it again yeah. because the second time I saw different things, I fucked with the timeline. Colin was alive in certain ones, and then I would loop you back, and then you fucking. I mean, of course, if you choose to jump off the thing, the thing's over, obviously. Uh, but I did that too, <laughs> and it just kind of ends, and it loops you back to choose I mean, again. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want one of these every week or anything but no maybe like once a year it'd be cool to yeah do let, let's get into like what our thoughts are because we've just been kind of narrating it's different I, I, shit. Uh, it's an amazing ambitious experiment netflix played around with this in 2017 with children's programming which obviously lends itself to this kids are having fun but to do it this way uh i think this is an amazing start to this interactive technology and i think it's going to help them stand apart from the streaming field, the streaming wars that we are in because who else is doing that? And it's, it's the perfect platform for it. Uh, Everybody's going to be doing it after that. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, so you liked it. So overall, I thought it did make a better game uh, and it's like an average episode of Black Mirror. Like there's better okay. episodes and there's worse episodes. Yeah. But it's, as yeah. a game, it's fucking great. Yeah, as a game, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I would go with you. I consider it more of a game yeah. than an actual movie or narrative. Um, it's a smart fucking narrative and um, game, but at the end of the day, I think it's a game. I'm with you, Rugs. I don't want to see a ton of this. Yeah, most of my movie watching or TV shot watching is very um, passive. passive. Yes, this is not <laughs> passive. This is not passive. Um, but as a one-off or as a gimmick for maybe once a year, twice a year. Um, I'm down to play around with it a little bit because I did enjoy those books. It depends too. on like how different the the adventures are and what you get to play around in, right? Because like this was kind of like okay, there was you know obviously some night was like 80s or 90s, you know England yep, and whatever. Yep, yep. So that was a cool environment, and you know you have to like then it was like kind of like self it was like meta because it was, was about the game. Yes, I love that about the book. And there was clues about the guy who killed himself. It's kind of a prequel to the Black Mirror like universe. Like this is they're all kind of exist in a shared universe a yeah. little bit. So it'd be cool to see like different shit. Imagine like an Avengers movie like this where you could choose attack Thanos or I jump in the ship. No, no, no. Ah, no that'd be that crazy. Would, no, 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 no. That would be oh, shit. fucking nuts. But it'd be <laughs> it'd be cool like to do even like. I'm, I don't know if you can do like a slasher film. Oh, you know, like you know, those motherfuckers are always awesome. going in places. Yeah, not supposed to go. Don't open that thing, and then you don't open it. But then something else happens, and it's just crazy. So the choose that'd your, be cool. What do you guys Doing remember? What worked best when you were reading the choose your own adventure books? There was like fantasy, like mystery stuff worked good in those choose your own adventure uh, books. Uh, yeah, I, did uh, I don't remember magic magic that shit. Yeah, I don't remember magic the exact storylines, but I mean. The cra- it, it would always incentivize you to go crazier, right? And go back yeah. and, and 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 or jump ahead and spoil it and find the good ending. Well, there was one where I was a dick to a guy because it was fun, and then it ended up biting me in the ass later. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean these are, it was fun. It was a fun. It was a fun game. Imagine they made one about dating. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh, <laughs> and do you put your shiny shirt on or your? <laughs> They should, do it, they should do it about a kid in high school dating for the first time. Oh, God, you got to make all these fucking goofy decisions. And, and throw some, like, fucking weird-ass sci-fi shit in there. <laughs> right. Your date ends up being an alien. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing this shit now. That would be fun. <laughs> Netflix, give them a call. You could have the next one. It was fun. The I'm, game was fun. I mean, I think it was a perfect match for Black Mirror. That game I, I was fun. I the, appreciate um, the, the, that they made it, and I appreciate how meta it was, too. 
And I mean, even I also really, I mean, I really appreciated the fact that I could start talking to the character through Netflix. Yeah, that was fucking. That was the most meta shit. And and I was like, that. tell him more yes. or just stop conversation. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, it's a streaming service from the twenty first. We are controlling you. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's fun. It was definitely a fun experience. As I said, is it is it a great episode of Black Mirror? No, but I mean the fact that. All this, inv- we're talking about it and we're smiling. Yeah. And we feel good the about it. The fact that they were like- able to pull this off, and uh, Charlie Brooker said, there are scenes that we filmed that I'll probably never get to see because they're like deep Easter eggs. Uh, and I bet there's more. There's more buried in there. Like it totally does make you want to go back and really. But now, like, you got to really spend, invest some time and go through it the whole thing once, twice, multiple loops, try choosing things again twice. Like, I bet there's more crazy shit hidden in there. Uh, but I think it's a success as this fucking crazy, ambitious experiment. Yes, show me more. It has delayed season five. At first, I thought they were trying to squish a whole season of Black Mirror into this movie instead of season five. But season five is still coming out this year, they said. Uh, just later. Hey, listen, they gambled and they did all right. So yeah, that, and and uh, and they got everyone talking. Yeah, the only, they I mean, got they, Anthony to enjoy. It. They got me to enjoy it. the The only mistake I would say is, and they they couldn't have anticipated this is they would have had all the hype if they just didn't release it around the same time. Bird Box as the out. Bird Box. Yeah, that, that was weird. And they yeah, you know, and Bird Box was like the Bird Box is getting is infinitely more popular fucking though, over than bird, over proud, bird box opinion. though it's not uh, the, everyone's talking about i, I enjoyed this more than bird absolutely box. this is way better i'm fucking over bird box enough with the fucking bird box so what's up with this new uh season five they say more optimistic stories so what does that if you mean? are a fan of black mirror you know you obviously know it's a it's a sci-fi anthology kind of like twilight zone but based on artificial intelligence yeah. social media they're all very dark rugs that yeah it's a downer the, it's a big one downer. or two episodes are hopeful at the end but every episode you're like oh shit technology is gonna fuck us in the ass any day now this is what they're predicting yeah so episode season five that's been pushed back they're promising more optimistic stories and not such a downer like san junipero was the only one yes, that was that's really pro- optimistic that's probably the most hopeful one but the rest of them really make you want to throw your phone away because you're just disgusted about like yeah. how bad this thing is. Well, yeah, they're they're pretty fucking brutal. But like, I think the one that the, the fucking the pig, the fucking the pig, Prime Minister uh, fucking the pig live on TV is a rough start. Yeah, it's a rough start. It doesn't really show you the greatness of what this the show can do. So the U like the USS Callister episode is fun, but it's also really dark when you find out you know w- what his reasoning is. No, it's fun and dark. Yeah. The uh, the darkest episode is besides having to fuck a pig in the ass yeah. <laughs> is the one where the girl has to kill the kid. Uh oh oh in that game where they're following her with the cameras and she's running around is that the one? No no that's the one where the girl the guy in the guy and his uh, girlfriend kill somebody and they bury the body and then they like mind wipe her and make her relive it over and over again. Wait no, oh no. that one yes from season four yes the biker yes. in the beginning and then the girl yes and then the girl goes around. Ki- ki- Killing every witness that she doesn't want to get caught, yes. so she has to kill everybody that knows about That's it. That's the anything, the beauty of Black Mirror, man. It's so dark. Just like this Bandersnatch, like it questions your fucking morals. Like what, what would I do in these fucked up situations? Uh, and you're constantly having this conversation with yourself. That one will fuck you up yes. big time. I, look, I'll trade you Narco season one for Black Mirror season four. How about that? No, I'm good. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I have to well, finish Anthony. Narcos first, right. and then I'll, I can consider that other stuff. That one Not is dark, course. but overall, like I'm a huge fan of the Black Mirror, and this is just an amazing, fun game that, that they they pulled off. Fucking 
Incredible. Highly recommended. So I, I, I won't highly recommend, but I recommend. Yeah, I would be. I would say every people should at least try it because it is fun. Give it a whirl. Yeah. Give it a whirl. And if you get hooked, I got uh, links for the walkthrough. And, the and map. if you're going in blind, as I kind of was, yeah. it, it can get real dark real quick. <laughs> there are. There are dark endings, and uh, but that's typical for Black Mirror. When you when you bonk your dad in the head with the fucking ashtray, dude, it's bloody right away. Yeah. It comes gushing, like, oh. he goes down, and even when that choice first came up, it was like shout at dad, kill dad. I was like, what? Oh, Whoa, shit. that escalated quickly. The fuck, kill dad? Like, who's gonna pick that right away? Uh, I picked the other one, and then eventually, I think I, I did pick kill, kill dad. dad right away. So if you you have to kill your dad to get yeah. to get to the good Mama. ending. However, yeah. if you bury your dad. That doesn't work because remember the dog from the beginning of the movie where the guy's yelling at the See, dog? I didn't get that. The dog uh, uh, fucking digs up the body. Nah, I didn't get that. I buried the dad, but then the- Oh, the cops um, were coming on their way because he made the phone call. No, 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 no. no. I buried the dad and uh, Colin comes over as I'm trying to oh, bury the dad. Oh, Jesus. There's so many different endings. There's another one where you have to piece together a phone number. Remember how the, the therapist is always like, you have my number. But call me, and he's like, "What's the number?" And it starts showing you clips from the movie where she says uh, five five, and she goes all for one, one for all, and you get this number that you got to punch in, and then he calls his therapist. I don't, have, I don't remember. I didn't get that one. I had that. Yeah, yeah I had there's that so one. many fun, weird things you can do. Uh, so I, yeah, I loved it. All right, just my brain is shit, and I can't remember. Yeah, it'll fuck with you. All right, gang, good <laughs> review on the Bandersnatch. Let's move on for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> it's lovely. Oh, it just man. brings me warm go- goosies, warm goosebump feelings. <laughs> uh, Jess Rivera posting a link to this article, Game of Thrones prequel to shoot in the Canary Islands this spring and asking this simple question. Can the spinoffs have a chance of being as good as the original? No. No? Wait a minute, Rox. Ah. Really? This is HBO. Do you think HBO? Now, I tend to agree with you a little bit because it's mean? not. What do you mean by good? I mean, uh, as good as the original Game of Thrones. I mean, will the quality be as good? Probably. But will the story and the characters be as good? We don't know. I don't think so. And if you don't have like Benioff and Weiss, like either producing or running it, will that hurt the quality? How much? Well, you have like a tried and true uh, popular book. And I don't think the pre prequel books, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Here? They're they're doing the rise of the white walkers from like, you know, 5,000 um, years before. I mean, I don't know who knows. I mean, I think that, um, they're going to be good. I don't know if they're going to be good as the original. Anthony, is HBO. You think they would put the shit Game of Thrones on? I mean, I what think. What about Walking Dead? Fear the Walking Dead sucks. It does. But they're I mean, HBO <laughs> definitely has a, a quality that they try to maintain throughout their stuff. I don't know if it would be as good. I mean, there's a chance. I mean, there's, anything's possible. Um, and not but, everything HBO makes is great. Yeah, and I, I would say it's also the hype around this is going to be it's not going to be super insane just like like this last season, but there's going to be an expectation that they're going to have to meet. It's kind of like the Battlestar Galactica rugs. They did Caprica. I just didn't give a shit. Yeah, it was a prequel. Yeah. And uh, I, I watched it. Was it good? It was okay. Mm. But like, um, it's more like The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead is a prequel that tells you what happens with the zombies in the beginning. Oh, right. Right. While, I mean, I, I'm while the to- dude's asleep. 
now I mean Fear the Walking Dead's gotten better from what I heard, but I I couldn't continue it. Like I, I had to stop after a season and a half. And I was just not giving a fuck because I knew what happened in the future. Right. That too. I mean, I no one. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but no one talks. I don't hear a lot of chatter around Better Call Saul, which is a pretty no, breaking. I, I do like That's Better a very, Call Everyone Saul, says it's a great fucking but I, show, but I I haven't watched. I haven't caught up with it. It's been a so hard for me to with all the shit that's coming out to keep up. Yeah. So it's like that was one of those things that got put on the back burner. I'm going to have to watch it one of these days. I think inevitably prequels just in general just don't drum up as much excitement as a continuation or a sequel. Right. Something that came afterwards because right. you're invested in these great characters. Like, great, it's Game of Thrones is prequel. I want to see the next adventure. Yeah. I don't want right. to. Right. None of the people we like are going to know the ending. This. Right. Yeah. Right. We know where it's going to go. Uh, you know, HBO is going to want to milk this Game of Thrones thing as long as they can after it's over that, you know, because then oh, yeah. they, they need a, right now it's their flagship show. What is going to take its place? Once it ends, they got the Westworld, maybe Watchmen, True Detective. Was there ever a good prequel? Ah, in terms of TV shows? Anything. I, I mean, been some decent prequels. I think Better Call Saul is probably the most successful uh, that you just said. I can't think of any. All right, fans, you guys, yeah. let us know on the TV name. Oh, yeah, prequels. I'm to think. Specifically, prequels. TV prequels and movies. That's tough. Yeah, that's hard. I can't even think of any. Like Batman Begins is. I mean, that's I, not, not a prequel. prequel. Yeah, it's a. It's a. Yeah. It's a start, start of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's the beginning. It's the beginning. So when do you go back after they have the adventure? Mm, I can't think of any fucking of prequels. Han Solo wasn't bad. Solo wasn't terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's a little much. Everything happened in that day, really, right. on the same day. Okay, mm, that's <laughs> a good question. That's it. actually, I haven't. I can't think of good Nation, prequels. Uh, and Jess, look, can you think of a good uh, prequel to something? Maybe this answers your question about these spinoffs being as good as the original. Has it happened yet? I don't know. Moving on, Jimmy Shea uh, post the trailer for this TV show that's starting on Amazon called The Boys. He writes, anyone else excited for this? Been on a big Garth Ennis run lately, and The Boys is amazing. Can't wait to see how they're going to get this debauchery on the small screen, but I'm glad someone is trying. Anyone else read the book? So The Boys was a comic book. Rex, have you read The Boys? I might have read an issue or two, but I don't remember it at all. So Jimmy explains what the show is about. Uh, Anthony, click on this uh, trailer. It's kind of fun. The trailer shows kind of like a corporate company that manages superheroes and their 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 outward personality and their PR but secretly they're like dicks and it ends with these kind of low rent uh normal street level heroes giving the camera the finger with Elizabeth Banks uh I'm, I'm watching as you talk yeah so, so uh Jimmy Shay No it's Elizabeth Shue oh, oh that's Elizabeth Shue not Banks I get them confused sometimes uh I love Elizabeth Shue and Leaving Las Vegas oh, it's lovely uh Jimmy Shea explains what the boys is about. He says this is Garth Ennis's anti-superhero book. It's about a deep cover government agency that gets dirt on the superheroes of their world so the government can basically blackmail them into working for them. It has sadistic over-the-top violence, crazy sexual themes and casts the superheroes as gods in the public eye and complete super scumbags behind the scenes. Garth Ennis is one of my all-time faves. Do yourself a favor and check it out. I do love the Garth Ennis. It sounds like a great uh, uh, concept. Yeah, I mean, it's superhero deconstruction. It's showing them kind of like Watchmen being like perverts and shit. 
Yes, it's very Watchmen. Yeah, uh, I got I got the Watchmen vibe immediately. Carl Urban uh, leading the cast for this one. Old Carl uh, Urban, Judge Dredd. Jennifer. I mean, I might check this out. This sounds like it might be a little fun. I think it comes out on Amazon soon. It doesn't say. I don't know when. January, February. I'll give it a spin. I'll give I, it. I a will. Roll. I probably won't watch it. I want that. <laughs> if it's good though, Anthony, you may have to watch it. I might check it out. Well, I like Garth Ennis. So I love Garth Ennis's writing, writing preacher. I, I like. The, I like. Okay, I'll give you this. I like the synopsis. It's just in in a crowded TV scape. This is there's literally like list. fifty superhero shows now. No lie, oh, not even superhero. This is shows. what Anthony's going to do. Shows. He's going to wait for other people to watch it, and then <laughs> they can be the guinea pigs. <laughs> yep. I'm never the guinea pig on this stuff. Ah, uh, this yeah. reminds me of another show coming out from Netflix that is based on an indie comic book. Also, not superhero comic, just like the boys. It's by Gerard Way. It's by Gerard of, Way of where? That band. My Chemical Romance. This yeah. fucking, this dude apparently is multi-talented. This is a, the show's called The Umbrella Academy. Uh, it's an adaptation of the book Umbrella Academy. Gerard Way uh, in a successful fucking band and also has a career writing comics successfully. Well, that, it's crazy. Gerard Way was a nerd way before he was in a I think band. he draws also. I think he's a pretty good artist. Well, I don't think he drew an Umbrella Academy. No. I think Gabriel Badre. Yes, but he does draw, but, um, I think, right? Yeah, I think that, but he's been a nerd forever. I've, so I've heard he, him on Collider Heroes, but I'm like, this. what a crazy uh, career path for this dude. Like, he gets to be in this huge band and then get to write and draw comics uh, for big time comics. It's amazing. Yeah. He used to be like a fat nerd. Oh, really? Yeah. And now he's all before like I rock became, star. Before he became like heroin thin yeah. and uh, with the makeup and all that shit, he was a... Uh, like a regular schlub like us. There is a teaser for this one that explains. This is a, also a very interesting concept. Here's what happens in the Umbrella Academy. On the same day in 1989, 43 infants are inexplicably born to random unconnected women who showed no signs of pregnancy the day before. Seven are adopted by Sir Reginald Hargreaves, a billionaire industrialist who creates the Umbrella Academy and prepares his children to save the world. But not everything went according to plan in their teenage years. The family fractured. The team disbanded. Now the six surviving 30-something members reunite upon the news of Hargrave's passing. Uh, Luther, Diego, Allison, Klaus, Vanya, and number five work together to solve a mystery surrounding their father's death. So these kids have powers. It's basically like Hellboy meets X-Men from when I remember. I read this. Oh, really? And then there's apparently yeah. the world's ending, and it's up to these uh, these Umbrella Academy last six to stop it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of love it. It has more 80s music. It seems very quirky. This one is on Netflix coming out February I'm 15th. actually curious about this uh, more than The Boys. Oh, really? This one more. I, re I remember reading Umbrella Academy. I heard it's a good book, too. I've heard. And I like the artwork yeah. in it. Yeah. And uh, it was very weird. I don't think it's like uh, anybody who watches the Avengers is going to watch this. It's but if you like Hellboy, yes, maybe yes. If you like you Vertigo like, like, or like Swamp Thing or Hellboy or like the weird indie stuff, yeah. Anthony, does this pique your interest at all? Nope. No. All right, he's out. <laughs> Anthony's out. I'll be watching it. There's too many things to watch. Uh, all right, check out Umbrella Academy, February fifteenth. Next post is by our very own Rugberto Bambino. Rugs, what'd you Whoa. what'd you post? You sent a post that had me go and, and did some work. I had to do work. Well, the thing is, is that the soundboard, yes, like it's a it's a it's a thing that has to be fresh. Getting you know, a little dusty. This thing, it's getting a little dusty. It's, it's a little dusty. Yeah, it's so a little dusty. My balls was hot. We, we, we were, my balls was hot. Yeah, we're using that like there was no tomorrow. So 
I was like, we need some new shit. Oh, and uh, I just threw it out there to the to the nation. All right, nation. What do you got? The nation showed up. We're gonna. I got some clips, so you'll be able to hear what you suggested. First of all, Paul Chomo from uh, the Varmints podcast over at Blazing Caribou Studios says, "My balls was hot as timeless." My balls was hot. I tend to agree. You could yeah, my balls I mean, is hot great. as you can always. That's never not gonna be. But I also like get your hands off my penis. Oh, this one. Get your hand off my penis. Loaded it back up just for you, the arrested sir. Thank you. Also timeless. Justin Zwerner checks in saying, How about a soundbite from Rick and Morty? Morty saying, get your shit together. I looked up this clip, it's hilarious. Here's the full clip. It's like 20 seconds. Uh, and then I have a cut piece, but it's really fucking funny. Well then get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. And if you got to take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. Or put it in a shit museum. I don't care what you do. You just got to get it together. Get your shit together. I, I like that one. <laughs> Fucking Morty just freaking out now. I've seen like a couple episodes of Rick and Morty. But uh, uh, they're great. I know. They're great. I have to. I, they are actually pretty funny. I, I oh, you've watched Morty. them? I, have, I watched yeah. the Pickle Rick episode. That was hilarious. That's a good one. I'm pickle Rick. Was oh, that when they turn in pickle? Yes, where Rick yeah, turns himself yeah, into a pickle. That uh, and that, and uh, I, I've yet to get into it, and I want to. I just haven't had time. But we, uh, I got the short side of that. We got this. Get your shit together. That's a good drop. <laughs> or if you want to emphasize it, you can do this. Well, then get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. All right, medium. I, like I think medium wins. Thank you, Justin Zora. I, I think you should cut it to when he goes, get all your shit, put it into, uh, put it in a backpack, so it's together. Oh, just the end part of <laughs> that. Okay, yeah. get all your shit. I love the shit. Put it in a backpack, <laughs> so it's together. I love shit store and shit museum. Take it to the shit store. <laughs> what? The shit store. So you can sell it. So you can sell your shit. Get it together. Get. I love it. All right. Good one, Justin Zwerner, on that one. Uh, Jason Dutch of uh, VFU, he commented, Trump has plenty of content to grab all legally, too. You know what? I'm not giving that motherfucker any more airtime. Well, you know what the funny thing about I was on their podcast? Yes, Jason you were. Lawrence, I, I see you're going to shout it out. But yes. This is a better time to shout it okay. out because you're bringing it up. So I was on Voice from the Underground this past uh, weekend. Link in the show our, notes. Link in the show notes. It's out. Um, voice from the underground look them up on Podbean or Spotify or whatever podcast app you have I don't know what they're on they're on everything um, but Jason Mumrit has a million <laughs> sound clips on his fucking and a lot of uh, Trump podcast. ones too yeah he's got a lot of lot of sound clips I think it was literally he literally had a sound clip for everything someone said on his podcast quick tease for that podcast it is predictions for 2019 sports predictions some movie predictions political predictions Shit I don't know about predictions. So, yeah, hear me talk about things that I give or I have no idea what I'm talking That's about. That's the best. Here, Anthony discussed stuff right out of his ass. No, I listened. Right you, did, you did a good job. It was, Sounds like what I do. Yeah. Yes, you were you were doing your best rock boy. It's a good episode, listener. Jason Dutch, sorry. Link in the show notes. Uh, Last name's sh- Dutch. Check it out, Jason Dutch. Uh, David Malowski Lalo says, what about some new transitions? Maybe one where Anthony actually says podcast. Of course, he's talking about this. Doc, and did you finish? Now, did you edit me out, or did I just say podcast? I I think that's how you said it, or maybe it oh. faded out. Anyways, look, maybe in the post show we'll get a new a, a new reading from you. No, leave it like that. Okay, we're gonna leave it. I'm not doing anything <laughs> with David Malowski. Fiddlesticks, Winterbottom. Here's one you can use from the movie Casino. You shit kicking, stinky horseman, horse smelling mother. 
That's not. That's not bad. That's, that's not, not bad. bad. Joe Pesci. Pesci's right? always. Why didn't you play the whole thing? That's where the clip ended. That's what he's. That's what he he linked to. Wow. And that was the whole. But Joe Pesci's always good. A frustrated Joe Pesci. Uh, Matthew Lawrence uh, chimes in. So listening to this week's episode at one oh nine fifty, the Anthony says that's fucking awesome, and John Bellotti Jr. says yeah, that's really good. Oh, this is like the the sequel. That so. should be. <laughs> so here's the first. There's the sequel. This is the first one. I'm pumped. <laughs> Yeah, me too. And now, <laughs> thanks to Matthew Lawrence, we have a part two. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that's definitely that, that's, that's, that's a keeper. Replace it. That's a keeper. That's, that's got to replace. That's Play it again. Play it again. That's definitely a keeper. It's good when you play them together. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah, oh, me wait, too. Let's try this. I'm gonna play both at the same time. I'm pumped. Yeah, that's fucking me too. Awesome. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's good. Matthew that's Lawrence, good. that is a winner. Matthew Lawrence, that's a winner. Well right done. There. Ding, ding, ding. And the one with the getting your shit in the backpack so it's together. That's a, That's another winner from Justin Zwerner. Uh, Jose Ibarra links to this YouTube video. Fiddlesticks is a good good try. Fiddlesticks, the casino, uh, it's 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 up there, but uh, definitely these two. <laughs> the other two are, are leading the pack. Jose Ibarra says, at 25 seconds in this video, perfect laugh for when someone... Fails at trying to be funny. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know who that that's is? Ka- that's Kawhi Leonard. That is Kawhi his, Leonard. His, his very uh, strange laugh. Is that-, <laughs> <laughs> that one, I don't know. I don't know. That's not as strong, but that is a really strange laugh. Hey, leave it on, man. We need something for the jocks. Jesus okay, Christ. Okay, we'll give you the Kawadi Leonard. We'll, we'll give you this. Oh, we'll, my we'll God. 99% you. of the show is about nerd <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, I got Derek Lewis. <laughs> my balls was hot. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that was the 1%. That was the 1%. That's the only sports thing we had. Uh, Go stroke a barbell. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's still up that's there. That's still up there. I got, that, I got this one, too. Who cares? A jock said that. That one's a good one. Oh, that's a classic. Seth yeah. Morgan says, back in show 245. At 29-23, Rugboy goes, fuck that show. They could use this at least once a show. I think that's going to be a winner. Here it is. Fuck that show. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Keeper? We like that one? It's all right. I can say it. That one's all right. That doesn't need. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Sorry, that show. Seth. Good, good yeah. choice. I just say it every day. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Jess Rivera just sent this in today. Found a clip from the latest jock talk, Anthony. Oh, shit. Yes, we already have this. Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm doing something. Chaz, and I think this one may be added to the repertoire. Their bottom is is very weak. It's not bad. How would you use that? I don't know. No. Well, that's got to be something where we're talking about. Well, <laughs> well, it can come up randomly, but it also can be talked about when we're talking about shitty shit. Their bottom yeah. is is very weak. That, that sounds like a hot episode of Jock Talk. I'll tell you that, that much. That bottom is very talking about weak bottoms. I need a power bottom. You know, who's that's the power bottom. top? That's like that's they're talking about like skinny ass legs or something like that, or someone a girl with no ass. <laughs> bottom. So you play that one more time. Their bottom yeah, is, up, is very weak. Okay, set uh, it up. How would you set it up? I, I was fucking this girl and she had a good old fashioned pancake butt their bottom is is very weak yeah that works I like that I like that, that <laughs> their bottom is very the weak their bottom is very weak yeah, it, it's the, the best thing about clips is like you can take things so out of context like that was yeah and it's fucking hilarious that's fucking awesome yeah that's really good get your shit together <laughs> uh, these are great uh, I think we got winners thank you so much Jock and Nerd Nation well done. You, you know where you should, you should use these clips? Yeah. 
whenever Maddie Miller sends in a speak pipe. Oh, speaking of which, we have a Matt Miller speak pipe, <laughs> although I can't use the clips now because they're in the same document. Uh, I got to put them on the soundboard. I, we were trying. We had to vet the clips, and they've been vetted. But uh, here's Matt Miller taking us through the news to, uh, in the news section. What's up, Jock Inner Nation? Matthew Jennings back again, reporting to you live from sunny Charleston, West Virginia. We're currently on a road trip heading to New York City, Brooklyn in general, so I will keep an eye out for Miles Morales. Do not worry. If I see him, you'll be the first to know. Anyways, we got a bunch of geeky news. Let's get right into it. <laughs> All right, we got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse winning Best Animated Movie at the Golden Globes this past weekend. My we'll boy Rami Malek this. from Mr. Robot won Best Metal Actor for his role in Bohemian Rhapsody. Venom 2 is oh. definitely getting a sequel. Uh, wait, did you hear what he just said there? I wanted to comment on this. What? What's that? Venom sequel. I wasn't paying attention. No, Matty of course, Miller was you speaking. know, whatever his voice. I understand. Uh, but the Venom sequel in the works with Kelly Marcel returning to write the script. She produced and wrote the first one. Ruben Fleischer has not expected to return. So this is like if you went, you had a shitty dish of food. You have the same ingredients, but now you have a different chef making these shitty ingredients. I don't know. Do you think it could? <laughs> they could. They could make anything better. Do you think a, a sequel could be better? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, when you're starting with such a low bar as uh, Venom, like, how's it going to get any worse? I mean, that's true. This may, that's a good way to right? look at this it. This may be the one instance where the sequel is better. <laughs> yeah, you, your first movie is so shitty, you could actually top it. Nowhere but up. But Ruben Fleischer not directing. and that's uh, a, well, Think about what a crazy anomaly that is. Like, a movie that's really shitty does really well and gets a sequel. Yep. And huh. then yeah. that has the possibility of being better than the first movie. Of being a good but movie. Probably won't make as much money. Mm, that's true. You go the other way, does the money also yeah. go if you make it fucking yeah. actually smart and uh, yeah. quality? But like, make more schlock. Make more schlock. All right, back to Maddie Miller. Not a sequel, uh, just getting made under a new director, though. So do you guys think this movie can be saved at all, given a new director and all the feedback and criticism they got from the first one? Uh, we got a special effects artist from the movie Bird Box released some images of what the creatures are supposed to look like from the movie, and they look like a fat-headed humanoid type thing. Go check it out. Def- Did you see this, Ruggs? Yeah, it looks stupid. Yeah, the, the best, fat babies. They look like fat babies. The best thing was they didn't show it, and I'm so over Bird Box. Not at all what I thought they'd look like, but pretty cool. Uh, Bright, the movie with Will Smith and the Orc Cop things from Netflix was pretty cool. Original idea. That's getting a sequel as well. So I can't wait to see that. What? Okay. So Bright, I could see Bright getting a sequel. They're trying to build this world. There was a lot of stuff you could. No, it's not a good movie. It was not yeah. a good movie, but they were definitely was world building in it. I intended to watch that on a plane flight, and I, I've never. You should check it out. Flight. It's a fun watch. It's not really great, but it does try to establish like orcs and everything living in the world what i find even crazier though is apparently bird box is getting a sequel like why does that movie need a sequel i don't think you need a sequel just let it go it works as a one and done yeah it's done. right rugs would you want a bird box like you you've already given away the shtick how are you gonna what are you gonna do in a sequel that's what they're doing with a quieter place too so i don't i mean they're all gonna like spoon their eyes out yeah and then yes. there's no point then they can't see shit there you go um, and they have to worry about the other guys, the crazy people ki- killing them. They just kill the insane people. I had to stop myself last episode when you guys were talking about the ranking movies from last year, especially on the Spider-Man conversation. We were getting really into debate club territory there. I had to laugh because I could have swore we were talking about global warming or climate change or something like that because it was a heavy topic. I liked it a lot. You guys really get into this stuff and you guys are definitely nerds for sure. All right, guys. <laughs> 
Later. Check it nerd. That's how we roll up here, man. <laughs> yes, we will debate. I like to argue. Why Spider-Man? Why everyone can't be Spider-Man? Everyone can't be Spider-Man? We, we debate Only issues, man. Why would anyone debate global warming? That's yeah. We actually we know that's that real. Anyone gives a fuck. Listen, if it was our job to, to argue about global warming, that's what we do. We would fucking get into it. We do it well. And we do it well. We do it entertainingly. We're doing it. We're doing it. And we're doing, doing it. Doing well. it. And doing it. Yeah, like LL Cool J. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? We're done doing it for this episode. Rugs, who'd you piss off on Twitter this week? And where can they find I've you? I've been trying to piss people yeah? off. And no one's taking the me. <laughs> no one? Uh, really rug boy on Twitter. Did I piss anybody off this week? Well, you had some. Uh, I saw you. You're pretty active out there. Yeah, I was doing some inflammatory shit. You're doing a good job of just inserting yourself into like conversations. Where yeah. you get the eyeballs? What was the last thing I did? I forgot. It was I was trying to get a uh, trying to get NECA to uh, reveal there's Godzilla stuff. Oh, there was a little bit of a spoiler for. Uh, yeah, there were. Yeah, there's toy spoilers. <laughs> did, did you see this, Anthony? Yeah, I did. I saw some of those toys. I mean, it's not really. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't notice any People spoilers. seem mad on Twitter. Oh, there's a major spoiler. People seem mad oh, okay. on Twitter. Then I, haven't, I haven't really looked at it as closely, and I'm now going I'm the to Mothra, avoid it. I'm the Mothra figure. Oh, see, I didn't see the Mothra one. The I saw Godzilla the Rodan, one. the Ghidorah. Yeah, and the, don't look at the Mothra one. It's a huge spoiler. All right, I'm not going to watch it. You know what? That's funny is also uh, the Lego toys. That there's Apparently, there's lots of spoilers for like Endgame and a bunch of movies. Well, there's the also Lego toys. an interview with Sam Jackson, which has spoilers for, for Captain Marvel. For Captain Marvel. I heard Endgame. that he just had very loose lips. And I'm like, I'm trying to avoid it. it. Yeah. There's also a spoiler regarding Endgame and like Tony Stark and Audi and all this shit. Uh, you read the Captain Marvel shit? Is it? Yeah, it's it, not that bad. It's not that bad. Okay. No. So they're just blowing it out of proportion. The toys, though, the toys legit spoil shit all the time. Yeah, the toys yeah, are well, no problem. Well, so, but sometimes the toys are misnomers. That's too. also true. They're just making weird things. Yeah. So did you hear about this thing that uh, the. Uh, the DC Universe streaming service is like not doing well. Oh, you don't that say. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I tweeted that. Oh, you broke. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, oh, we shit. got this covered. Uh. <laughs> uh, says uh, DC Universe streaming service start struggling to pick up subscribers. So I've, from what I can tell, listening to some other uh, geek shows like Collider Heroes, uh, some people were like they they waited till Young Justice was coming out. To get the app because that's what they were really excited for, but now they're 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 checking out Titans. Uh, all they can hope for is that they promote that. Like uh, the other problem is it's not international. They haven't figured out an international distribution. This app only works in the U.S. You know, you know what the problem is? And it's a lot of shit. Not enough fucking content on there. Yeah, that's the. But easy that's the thing is they got to get people hyped on the Swamp Thing, Doom Patrol, Harlequin Show, the stuff that's that they're staggering the shit coming they're, out. The shit they're doing is very gimmicky by releasing an episode a week. You think they should just drop the whole season? It would be okay if they had all of those shows done. Yeah. yeah. If they had every one of those shows and they got a new show every day. So let's say you had Harley on Monday. Oh, you had, I like this idea. And then, you know, that would keep people plugged in. So for a it while. would be like a network, like, the, like they're doing on the CW. You tune in on Sunday for Supergirl, you tune in on Monday yeah. for Flash, That's a good and idea. then Arrow. And then I think the big differentiator is they need to put all their comics on there. Yeah, well, that that's obviously something that should be yeah. done already. They, they, yeah, they, they need to just put all their library on there. And what they should do is they should up their subscription and you can get the weekly comics too. Oh, man. That'd be tight, and just yeah. you know. I like that. And then you got people like Wes, uh, or, or if they don't want to, if they don't want to ape their comic book business, wait like two weeks and then put 
Deck comic. Put it on, uh, yeah. Put two it weeks out later. two weeks later. Yeah. So the readers can buy it and read it first. Right. I like that. You know, Wes Cranford, who lives in uh, Yank from Down Under, lives in Australia. He cannot enjoy any of this. They are releasing Titans on Netflix International, but he can't get the app there. So, like, they're that's why they're probably struggling. They got to have to shut off the whole world. Not very. Warner Brothers doesn't really know what. The yeah, that's weird. Do. And wait till like this Disney Plus comes out and just fucking smacks him. Smacks oh yeah, they're him gonna in the have face. that shit so front loaded with stuff. Hopefully, yeah, I'll be excited. Look, this is what's happening. DC did it first. Marvel does Marvel's it better. Do it better. That's what we said since day one on the show, listener. And that's what they do. They get there first, but they don't fucking. They don't follow through and like take it to no, its full they potential. They have to make everything. Yeah, they really do. Uh, okay, gang. Thanks for listening this week to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. And my name's Anthony. <laughs> He's the Jock. And I'm sleeping. <laughs> He's the nerd. We'll hear you next time. <laughs> Time is a construct, Russ. Time is a construct. Get your hand off my penis! My penis is a cannon. Somebody touch my spaghetti!